0: To the Lose Your Mind podcast, where today we are going to be talking about confidence and courage. If you've been with us so far, we're sharing our own experiences of mindfulness and how we weave that into our lives to help us with everyday challenge. And confidence is something we all struggle with, particularly I can relate to that myself. So Alan and I are going to be having a bit of a chat about our own experience and how we think. Mindfulness and that way of living can help you with that. Good morning, Alan.
1: Good morning, Kelly. How are you?
0: I'm great today, actually. Thank you. I had a good start to the day. So I'm smiling and ready and looking forward to this chat.
1: Are you feeling confident and courageous?
0: I'm I am on the higher scale of that today. Yes, I would say so. How okay. about you?
1: Yeah, I am actually. I am. Thank you. And looking forward to this chat as ever with you.
0: Good. So confidence. Have you ever struggled with confidence yourself?
1: Oh, all the time. And uh I don't think it's something that ever goes away. I think it's like one of those um gasometer things that sort of goes up and down depending on how full the the, uh, the tank is so to speak. And I think it's constantly moving and you can have days where you're up and then days when you're down. And when you try something new, you know, then, uh, it's quite natural to feel some self doubt and, and lack confidence. But, um, I think what we're going to talk about is how mindfulness can get you over that. Um, as you said in your little introduction there and uh, make you more courageous around what you deal with in life. Cause that's what we're here to do, isn't it? To do things and enjoy our lives. So um, yeah, let's see where it can take us.
0: Okay. Well, I think that um more often than not in life, we're always reaching for things, aren't we? We're always reaching for the next thing or the next goal, or we want to get to that place. So we can see what we want inside, but it's often confidence and you know, and having the courage to do what to get over whatever hurdle it is, isn't it, that prevents you from getting there. So I think we've obviously gone through the mindful attitudes, but that constant striving to achieve something can put a lot of pressure. And for me, I've noticed that I lacked a lot of confidence. Um I was quite self-critical. So I wouldn't even listen to the sound of my own voice, believe it or not, is something I just could not. There, um hated it. Um now obviously I do listen to myself without that judgment, and I'm I'm more confident in who I am and what I have to say and what I have to do, and all of that has come through. Um, I think if you've got the the passion inside for something, I think the confidence is sat beneath the things that prevent us from getting there and mindfulness for me, and meditation and those points of silence. Um, are what has uncovered the confidence so it's not that we're not confident we are confident underneath aren't we we've got it all there but it's just accessing that and I think so many people I was listening to something the other day so many people are scared to be lonely yet solitude is a completely different thing Do, do you know what I mean so when you think about that solitude versus loneliness I was writing about it the other day and we need those moments in solitude to access the things that we need to become more confident and courageous. But when you're in a state of panic, anxiety, depression, whatever the thing is, those moments of solitude become loneliness instead. And people fear that. I don't know if that's making sense, what I'm saying, but I feel like, please, please. No, I'm
1: just, I I think you're saying that people confuse solitude and loneliness because you can be alone without feeling lonely. And equally, you can be amongst others and feel lonely if you're not yeah. getting what you want from those particular interactions or relationships. Are you saying, just to take you back on something that you just said, that you've you've lacked a lot of confidence? You didn't like the sound of your own voice. I'm sure our listeners would disagree wholeheartedly with you on that, um, but you said passion helps. So is it important to be passionate about something that you need to be confident in being able to do that?
0: Well, I think so, yes, because I think the more authentic you are, you have that excited yet nervous energy before you're going to do whatever the thing is. So I would say for me, I would feel like it'd be wasted energy to put my confidence into doing something I didn't enjoy or didn't believe in because to get it off the ground would take a long time. Whereas when you really believe in something and, you know, it really means a lot to you, you that's where you access that confidence, I feel, because the, the passion becomes bigger than the problem, you know? I like that. The passion becomes bigger than the problem.
1: <laughs> there you go. There's your, there's your next book title. Um, <laughs> I think – um yeah so we're talking here about something that you like to do like um whether it's a job or a project or a hobby aren't we um and i think it also applies to you know many of us just in life whatever it is that we're doing we lack confidence to be able to function properly and also to look after our mental health because if if you're not feeling confident and you're in situations every day, whatever that is, whether it's within your relationship or a job or or whatever else you're doing, if you're not feeling confident, you're probably going to have those kind of fight or flight responses, aren't you? Those feelings of panic and anxiety. So we're talking about having a passion for something you like to do, but also needing to discover that innate confidence, which you said correctly. You know, we all have, actually. It's, it's there underneath. And... As we've said so many times before, mindfulness helps you peel back the layers, doesn't it? And get to what's real rather than the stories we tell ourselves as to why we shouldn't be confident or we shouldn't have courage. Um, and that is, that is the, the, the nub of it for me, really.
0: Exactly that. And we can't take away from the fact that not all of us are going to breathe through life having all these passions to make this confidence, you know, come to the surface. You'll have people that are in situations, for example, I do an after school club, mindfulness and meditation after school club. And there's a little girl there, lovely little girl, but she suffers a lot with anxiety. So we were making glitter jars, which I'm sure you're familiar with, you know, like the whole snow globe. Very much so. And we were talking about it. But to gain the confidence, you have to face the fears, don't you? You have to lean in, as we've discussed before, to these things that become problems. So we're making the glitter jars, and I have gave everybody the option to choose up to five different glitters to represent different emotions. So we go around and talk about the emotions. And this one little girl that suffers really badly with anxiety, which I can relate to, Tapped on the glitter to go into the jar a little bit and I said oh what was that Um, and she said anxiety and I said oh do you only feel a little bit anxious and she was like oh no but I don't want to feel anxious I said yeah but how anxious do you actually feel and she said well I feel anxious all the time and I was like put the whole tube in there I was like get it in there we want to see it so she was a bit confused to start with but we emptied all the anxiety because you want to see it. And that's how the confidence grows. When you know you can be with something and you are not it, you can see, you know, when the glitter settles, there's still space to have that clear sight, despite having all those problems. So I was trying to explain to her that it's okay to feel really anxious all the time. Don't just pop a little bit in; you want it all in there so you can see. And then you know, settle. And that's where that confidence and courage comes from in yourself. So I'm highly passionate about this, as you can tell. Oh,
1: that's all right.
0: Um, and I just think that helps as well. So even in a situation you may not want to be in, to be able to tap in to be comfortable to who you are, that's okay. Rather than shy away from what you think is the right thing, that also builds that confidence. And this all comes from these spaces and these moments and these stop and notice in your breathing and all the small little things make such a big difference. And people don't, don't think to stop and do that. And that's, that's the message I just try and get across all the time.
1: Yeah. So, th- so they allow the anxiety to take over them and it becomes their reality. But also I, I think what you're saying is with the, the glitter jar, you're saying, let's see it all then. Let's just get it all out there. Everything on the table or in the jar, so to speak. Um, and until you see it, then you can't really release it.
0: Exactly. Otherwise,
1: it just hides away. I like that. Um, and so, therefore, that is the first step, isn't it? To achieving confidence and courage. Because until you see the barriers in your way, then you can't move past them. Yes. And, and And it's easier than you think to... Because all that glitter that's in that jar for that little girl, a lot of it isn't real, is it? No. It, it seems real, but it's not actually real. Um, so so the more she practices mindfulness to get a bit more reality um, with your guidance and help, she's going to see that amount of glitter in that jar kind of start to dissipate and recede, and therefore she'll gain more confidence.
0: Yeah, it's amazing, really, because I can tell even her confidence has grown over the weeks, you know, with these small steps. And that is how you get to this courageous, confidence state, because if you look at corporate companies, for example, in the world, they're results driven, aren't they? People want results. So even if you or I were to, if I were to explain this glitter jar technique to, some, to someone that wants, you know, something, they want results, they want them now, they want it, you know, this is what they want to see. I get it. You know, I get that people do need results and there are targets. I've worked in um, the corporate world myself, but I just think for anyone listening to this, because I'm aware that I can um, be guilty of going on a bit too much about a subject. It's the small things. So it's what people could do to start being confident and, you know, gain this courage in themselves, I would say is to explore firstly what they're passionate about what things have true meaning and also what their blockers are. So what things block them from doing that? You know, are they fearful in certain situations and how do they access the spaces? Well, you can do it anywhere. You can take two minutes out of your day, absolutely anywhere, any point. We spend at minimum of an hour on our phones each day. No one has a problem in picking up their phone, do they? Me, yeah, I'm guilty of that. But I do also find time to have these, you know, quiet, special moments where I get insights. I build up that confidence. And there we go.
1: Yeah. So um, you're putting the brakes on the anxiety. And that allows the brain to um, make insights, as you said, create connections, which then gives you that confidence, doesn't it? I like what you said about the passion being bigger than the problem, because it made me think in whatever technique you want to use, and just say, "Well, my desire to get over this is the bigger is bigger than the blocker or the barrier in the way." And then it's it is a mindset thing, which is what a lot of this actually is. That you know the things that hold it back in confidence. It's just. A succession of stories that we tell ourselves, and and a succession of beliefs that we hold that we can't do something, and actually, the vast majority of the time, we can if only we believe in it. You know, there's so many stories, aren't there, of people who've got over adversity and done something, and it's and there's a, there's ways of doing it. Um, I think what we're saying is that, again, peeling back the layers, find it as you said, finding something you're passionate about, um, finding some little corner some little nugget of passion within you um will help you get there
0: yeah i agree and i think as well that is what happens if we don't take these steps to do this these small these small steps that i'm saying well we sorry not i we are saying are very important is what happens is people end up in a state of breakdown severe severe mental health issues don't they So if you don't start taking these small steps to gain your own confidence, the almost the anxiety and the depression and the stress, that wins. Um, My own anxiety reached an absolute peak. And then I noticed it was present in my youngest daughter. And when I could see she was struggling, it was like the the strength and the drive, you know, that passion. I was like, right, that's got to stop now. And then I had to turn it around because... When that passion becomes bigger than the problem, which is what happened there, thinking back on it, I just couldn't let that affect and snowball, you know, into our lives. So, yeah. And really, you don't want it to get to that point, do you? We don't want people listening to have to get to that point where they're in a real state of like fight, flight, fear, that horrible panic. We want to provide these, you know, ideas and tips and things that can really make a difference and just enable people should be able to be confident you know in who they are you know that look in the mirror and value what they see and be really grateful for who they are and what they bring to the world you know that's really important small things that unfortunately we're not taught often are we so I just feel that the confidence comes from yeah just believing in who you are connecting with those passions and Eventually, all the other stuff just fades away. I think you know all the stuff that looks like the problem. Is it really? You know,
1: I agree, and I think that if because we're, we're wired to be negative as a survival mechanism, so we're, we're going to pick up on our bad points, and that's going to damage our confidence, all that negative self-talk. So the more you can strip that away, the more you allow yourself your true self to shine through. Is that right? Is that is that a fair thing to say?
0: Of course. I think it is. And I hope that people are listening. Because as well, some people find it very difficult to go with, you know, formulas and you know, a lot of there's a lot of stuff in the in the mind that's, you know, mind blowing, isn't it? That you can start to tap into and understand. And I'm I've started taking an interest. I know you're Quite into that yourself but for some people to try and understand that level of things to make a difference it's not that easy so these small things can really help and mindfulness and meditation there's a whole range of ways you can do it and I just think that if anybody listening to this today can do one thing I would just say take a couple of minutes away from your phone connect with your breathing just see what comes up and write it down think why am I not confident see where the barriers are and what am I really passionate about and write those down too. Try and connect more with those. And then you'll naturally veer more away from the other barriers that are there. That's what I would say. Any lasting thoughts before we say bye? I,
1: I can't top that. That is great advice. So meditate on what is what your confidence levels are, if you like, and uh, cause, and don't try and force it. Just go with your experience. How do you genuinely feel about something? Be honest with yourself. Be authentic with yourself. And, uh, and you'll identify it and you'll overcome it.
0: Exactly that.
1: Love it. All right. Well, we hope you've enjoyed listening to this uh, Lose Your Mind podcast, um, talking about confidence and courage. And we'll be back um, with another episode very shortly um, on another topic in life that we hope to attack using mindfulness.
0: I look forward to that.
1: Me too. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye.